And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Pamela Zapata is a Latinx entrepreneurista, diversity and inclusion trailblazer, and founder of the leading seven-figure talent agency, Society 18. Her unique range of experience includes over 12 years of mastering influencer strategy. She believes diversity should not just be a checked box. Rather, it should be an intentional initiative to represent what our society looks like. There's the generational gap and the gender gap. Then there is the diversity gap. When it comes to representation and compensation, Pamela, how are you working to close that gap with Society 18? Yeah, so I'm glad you asked. I uh, come from a marketing um, background. So I used to work at several marketing agencies and I would oversee the influencer marketing partnerships and strategy for a lot of brands, personal care brands, beauty brands. And what I realized across the board were that uh, when we were receiving rates for content creators that we wanted to cast for specific campaigns was that a lot of the creators of color were coming in way lower than their counterparts. So black and brown creators would traditionally come in a couple thousand dollars lower than um, other creators from other ethnicities and backgrounds. A lot of them which had management teams and had the support and expertise of a company backing them. And a lot of the creators of color were kind of self-representing self themselves, were self-representing themselves and just didn't really understand their value because they, you know, came upon this influencer thing as a hobby and then ended up becoming a profession and they realized it could be, you know, lucrative, um, but not really understanding the full scope and how lucrative it could actually be, right? So so uh, after about 10 years working in this space, in this industry, I decided to quit and start my own company and to really focus on what I felt like was a marginalized group of women and creators and creators of color and try to um, un help them understand their value and their worth. So uh, we started with around four or five clients, a lot of them coming in way lower when we looked up at their rates and what I had seen across the board from, you know, the brand and the agency side. And so our goal now is um, to help our clients negotiate, uh, negotiate and strategize, right? On the negotiation mm -hmm. front, making sure that their, their rates are standard across the board, that they're getting, you know, what other creators would be getting for similar scopes of work and also pushing for top dollar while we're negotiating with the brands and agencies. Uh, and then also strategizing, figuring out how to grow, how to build their brand, what are other ways that they can monetize, not just from brand partnerships, but, you know, from other business initiatives. And so our goal at Society 18 is to really kind of help push for top dollar and rates um, that are competitive within the industry so that our creators are making just as much as their counterparts. Well, that is amazing work. And so mm -hmm. glad that you are doing it, that this work is being done. And, um, you know, so setting the bar and making the list you were featured on the forbes next 1000 as an entrepreneur hero my question for you pamela is who is your hero that's an interesting question because i was thinking back like who did i idolize and i feel like throughout my life my heroes have changed mm -hmm. um and i feel like at this point in my life now i feel like my parents are my heroes because i 
I am very grateful for the life that I live. You know, I'm first generation American. My parents came here um, right before I was born for, you know, to fight for a better life for myself and my sisters and our family. And without that sacrifice that they made, right, leaving their all the family behind, coming to a new country, not knowing the language, not having a network. And now to be where I am now with my life and in my career, I'm super grateful for them every single day because I wouldn't be living this life and fulfilling my purpose and this capacity if it wasn't mm -hmm. for the sacrifices that they made. So I would say that they are my heroes and they're really the driving force behind my motivation and my ambition and why I'm so driven because I want to make sure that their sacrifices were worth, were worth it, right? That they have something to be proud of and they are proud of me. Um, to this day, but I think that constant reminder of, you know, people who didn't have um, that luxury of leaving, you know, the country and coming here and establishing mm -hmm. a life. Um, so I'm super grateful for them every day. That is awesome. Yeah, just so that recognition, right, of their struggle and, and the resulting success that you've been able to, to find, um, you know, so uh, again, in terms of recognition, recognized by Business Insider as one of the top 15 talent managers helping influencers land brand deals. What did it take for you to get to the top in this business? I mean, I, I love to hear the story of how you made, how you made your way up. Yeah, so I'll start at the beginning. I went to school uh, at Emerson College from Boston and I studied broadcast journalism. My like uh, role model was like Ryan Seacrest. I was like, I want to be the female Latina version of Ryan Seacrest. I want to do everything. I want to produce. I want to host. I want to uh, do radio. I want to do it all. Right. And so he was kind of like the goal. And then throughout my career, I tapped into a lot of those different areas. I did radio in college, I did hosting, uh, and then I started working in development. Actually, my first job out of college when I moved to LA was working at Ryan Seacrest in his development team. So developing show ideas, and that was through several internships that I got the, that opportunity. Um, for me, it's always been about the grind and about hustle and about working hard um, and never really giving up. I just, I've always been very driven. And I, like I said, I think it's cause I came from a background where, you know, we didn't have a lot. And so I knew the harder I worked, the more education I got, the more experience I, I had under my belt, the better my chances were to secure a job in this industry. So, mm -hmm. um, moved out to LA, worked in development for a couple of years at Ryan Seacrest, then made my way into talent and casting at E Entertainment, worked there for four years. That was also because I had interned there, um, mm -hmm. prior. And then uh, went to a startup uh, called Sweetie High and created their entire influencer division and then moved to New York, worked at several marketing agencies um, overseeing Unilever uh, strategy and as it pertains to influencer marketing. So handling a lot of their personal mm -hmm. can, uh, personal care brand partnerships. So Dove, Suave, Tresemme, uh, Simple Acts, and then uh, moved on over to Star Power where I was working on the Estee Lauder account. So similar role, just in a different vertical. So very heavy lean beauty. So Estee Lauder oversees Bobby Brown, Mac, Bobby, uh, Bobby Brown, Mac, Two Face, Origins, Aveda. Mm -hmm. So after that, I just got to a place where I was like, you know, I love the work that I'm doing, but I'm just seeing, you know, a need and an opportunity because not only where I was, I seeing that content creators weren't really making as much money as they could be, especially creators of color, but also that there wasn't an, a marketing or management agency that was focusing on underrepresented communities and communities of color. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was really hard to cast sometimes for the campaigns that I had because a lot of 
the agencies we had worked with just didn't really have a very, very diverse roster. It was a lot of similar creators just, you know, with and through like a different mm. lens. And it just, it didn't feel as diverse as it should have been. So I wanted to kind of create a solution for a problem that I saw when I was on the agency end. Um, but to get back to your question, I mean, for me, it was about learning as much as I could with the experiences that I had. So in college, I mean, I did more internships than anyone else I know. I did about seven internships, which I, people were like, how was that even possible? And I was like, I didn't really sleep. So um, <laughs> it was just making sure that I was like working hard, getting the experience and then working in different facets of the industry so that I really knew what I really enjoyed, what I didn't like as much and just gra like just kind of being a sponge. Uh, and then I got to a place where I was like, all right, I love you know the career that I've built for myself what can I do that's a little bit more purposeful and purpose-driven and something mm. that I feel like is a little bit more meaningful to me, right? I love the space. I love um, kind of how the influencer marketing industry has uh, kind of like exploded in the last couple mm -hmm. of years. Um, but I was like, how can I use my knowledge for good and help women and people that look like me? And that's kind of what drove me to start the company um, and really leaning on my experience and my knowledge and everything that I've learned in the last 10 to 12 years to fuel kind of the start of Society 18. Wow. So uh, see a need and fill it, huh? I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Um, so I, I do feel like you should probably be wearing some sort of a superhero's cape as defender of diversity <laughs> of, or something. Um, a heroine to both both the <laughs> talent right and the brands you serve you, you and your work have created a space a needed space for multicultural and multi-ethnic content creators so i guess when did you first realize that this is the work that you were called to do is it as you just said when you were just in your own job in your own career that was the moment when you saw the need that you said yes this is it yeah, so I think I've I've always known, I've always, I think my whole, let me start. I was in a relationship for eight years with uh, one of my best friends now. We're still very, very close friends. And I remember there were moments through our relationship where he would ask me like, what's your purpose? Like, what are you doing in this world? Like, what are you here for? And I was like, I don't really know how to answer that. Like, I feel like I'm just working and I like what I do, but I didn't really think there was anything more. But he kind of planted the seed a little bit in terms of like, mm. we're here to do, to serve, you know, our purpose and our role in this life. And what does that look like? And I think a lot of times we're just trying to figure out what that is. And I think every job I had, I, it kind of added to another level of, oh, I could see myself, you know, working in this space and having my own business, whether it was at a marketing capacity or a management capacity, but I still didn't really know what it was. And then I think in my last role, there was like an, aha moment where I was praying on it, truly believe in, you know, whether it's God or the universe or whatever your belief system is, I have a belief that we're here for a bigger, a bigger reason. And I think yeah. our journey is to figure out what that is for. And it was, I hit rock bottom and I just was burned out and I was tired and I was not happy. And I just was like, if I, you know, what, what do I need to be doing? I was praying on it and it just hit me like, you need to start your management company. You need to start working with these creators that you've thought about working forever. And it, it just happened. And mm. 
it wasn't easy. Like I fought it. Right. Cause I was like, no, yeah. I don't want to quit now. Like, let me just save more money or let me just do this or give me a year or two years when I'm a VP or when I'm an EP and then I'll feel better about going out on my own. And it was, it was God that said, no, like, no, like it's time. And so I quit and I started the agency and it was probably like, no, it was the scariest thing I've ever done yeah. because traditionally, right. Coming from an immigrant family, like I don't have a fan. I don't have entrepreneurs in my immediate family. I don't have resources that a lot of people, you know, who have, whether it's generational wealth or are from here and have, you know, families who have built both businesses and scaled businesses. I didn't have any of that. And so it was terrifying because, you know, you're really just figuring it out, like filing an LLC, like hiring an accountant, understanding the legal piece. Like there's so many unknowns. Like, yes, I know influencer marketing and I know our business, but starting a business was something that was very new to me and so it was terrifying and you know i still say i'm figuring it out because you know you don't really ever figure it all out it's always just learning new things you know mm -hmm. and so um say that to say that i had a moment I, after several breakdowns because i feel like you have to hit a point of like this isn't it i need to make a shift and i'm not one to complain or what was me you know like i if i'm unhappy and if i'm feeling like I'm being called to do something like I have to honor that. And I'm not someone that's going to not do something about it. I was like, so a shift has to happen. And so I made that shift. And three years later, you know, I've built like a seven figure business. We have 35 clients. We have a team of six and it became something bigger than me. And so I feel like now I can see, you know, the life, the life changing things we've done for our clients, whether it's help our clients make their mm -hmm. first six figures helping a lot of our clients quit their full-time jobs and do this full-time. Mm -hmm. And even so, like a lot of our clients have bought houses and have homes. And that for me fills, fills me with happiness and joy. Cause I feel like I've been able to change these women's lives. And I, I love that. Wow. That is, that is powerful. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, you know, so it, it's good to get likes but leveraging them is better. There is, it seems to be, this science and artistry that drives influencer industry. So my question for you now is, for so many who are looking to be seen in a sea of profiles and personas, what is your advice? I would say what really works for a lot of creators and what we look for is authenticity, um, and someone who can be there themselves, not trying to be someone else. Cause I think we get caught up on like, well, that's working for them. Let me do that. But be your authentic self, be true to yourself, create content that you love. Don't create content that you're creating for people because if at the end of the day, you're not going to enjoy it and you're going to do less of it. So it's like, find your niche, figure out what you love to do. What can you talk about? Um, endlessly, right? What are you really um, what are you really knowledgeable about? Where can you share that? How can you share that knowledge? Right? So figure out what it is that you want to do and what capacity, what is your brand mm -hmm. and be authentic and true to that. Right. I think we see the best success with our clients who are just themselves, whether they're talking mm -hmm. about mental health, whether they're talking about their, their body, whether they're talking about therapy, whether they're talking about just fashion or makeup or beauty. And it's like, everyone has their lane. So figure out what you love. Uh, and when you create that community of people that support you and that love you, that's the best way to grow. And when you're doing things that you love, that's the best way to get the best out of every everything because your audience will appreciate that 
And then you'll also creating thing that you're think something that you're passionate about and happy to see. So mm -hmm. I would say, don't get caught up with the likes, don't get caught up with the reach, just create something um, that is going to make you happy. And that is, mm -hmm. that is something that fills you because then that will come through in your content and that is going to resonate with your audience. That is wonderful, wonderful advice. Thank you <laughs> so much, Pamela, for sharing your story, sharing your journey, and uh, for helping all of us become a bit more aware now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate you. Of course, you. thank you for having me. <laughs>